0: welcome to the mission city podcast today we have a discussion with the coordinators of our regeneration ministry regen is a discipleship ministry based on healing and life transformation you'll get to hear more about this in just a minute we're going to talk through their personal testimonies what god is doing in the ministry and just a deep dive into what regen is this really is an incredible discussion so let me hand it over to dave and chuck
1: Hey, good morning, Dave. What's going on? Good Shot to see how you, you.
2: Doing, brother. I Everything am good. Yeah, oh, yeah. What do you got? You
1: drink? What are you drinking this morning? Vitamin water.
2: Vitamin water.
1: Yeah, I got to cut the caffeine out a little bit. I've got to back off the caffeine. I mm-hmm. hear. Get a little a shaky, little at jittery, night. A little jittery at well, night. I'm going to
2: take your intake. So.
1: Okay. Well, you make up for me.
2: I will. So we got some guests in we the do.
1: house today. We do. We we got some people to class up the joint. Yeah. At least one, at least one of them. Yeah. I'll let y'all figure out yeah. who's the one. Yeah, we won't but, say who. but her name but I'm not going to mention name, but Marine is the most classy
2: one here <laughs> So we have Marine and Hunter. Hunter uh, serves on staff at Mission City as our facilities guy at uh, He's
0: Bob. Your, he's Bob the builder. Yeah. What, yep. what is your title? Director of Facilities. Director
2: the DOF Director, I'm looking at Benny, but he doesn't have a camera.
0: Um, <laughs> director of facilities, yep. the
2: DOF, and uh, also helps us with our region ministry. Kind of heads that up with Marine. Maureen, where do you where do you work at? What do you do?
3: So I have my own flooring and remodeling business, okay. much like Hunter. You and have
1: a card
2: because I, really yes, I
1: really need. some remodeling work in our house.
3: Install countertops, flooring, wow. uh, shower remodels, kitchen remodels. Where have you been all my
1: life? I need I need <laughs> I need a remodeler. In my life, because... Remodeler. remodeler. Well,
3: I have cards.
1: We need to remodel some things you going some on at, going at the on. foster household. That's right, you do. That's right. Yeah, you do. absolutely.
2: And Hunter does a lot of that same stuff, yeah. too. And so um, we're grateful for you guys being in. Um, we wanted to talk today. We mentioned several weeks ago that we were kicking off as a church, and we were really excited about it. Still are. Our regeneration ministry, which is a recovery Ministry, whether it's recovery from addiction or recovery from past traumas, um, PTSD, things like that. Um, Just an excellent program that we've been excited about, and now it's been going for three months, four months now. Uh, About
1: four months, four months. Yeah, I think it was a March. wasn't it like a March or late February kickoff. That's what I thought.
0: I couldn't. So we we uh, we were meeting for several months before we actually kicked off in the groundwork. Yeah, some groundwork stuff.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So um, would y'all share just a little bit about your testimonies and why regeneration is something that y'all are passionate about? Um, Just kind of a little background on how you got to a place to where regeneration means a lot to you, because that's one of those ministries you got to be super passionate about. And I know both of you are just from being there. Both Chuck and I have been there to be able to share our testimonies and be a part of regeneration a little bit. And we have people at both of our campuses yes, that are involved. Yes, it's been super awesome.
1: important. I'm hearing nothing but
2: great stuff. So yeah.
1: I'm I'm excited to hear from them and yeah. and how it's going and you know how I just sort of feel like God's called you to it. I think that's a, that's a big part of that.
2: Yeah. So, ladies first, Maureen, would you share just a little bit about your, your background and testimony and and all sure those
3: good will. things? Sure will. Sure will. So my background is, um, just real quick, grew up in a Christian home and just got involved real kind of young, 14, 15, smoking a little pot, drinking a little bit. Um, You know, everybody, all the kids were doing it and, you know, rock and roll and drugs. And so we were doing that. And then I moved here and things settled down for a bit and uh, got married and I had kids had two children, and I was, you know, pretty good right around that time. And then when I got a divorce, all that kind of resurfaced again. Um, I was going through a lot of fear, a lot of anxiety, a lot of just uh, trauma. You know, going through a divorce in yeah. a custody battle was major trauma. I you bet. Know. Yeah. My son got taken away from me by his father, and it was just... So I I just ventured out drinking more and more, um, doing meth, and it just, things got really bad. Uh, I was a single mom, scared, like I said, fearful of everything, didn't know what I was going to do with my life. And I just, I went to the doctor and the nurse had told me or had asked me how many beers I had. And when he looked and he said, is this per week or per day? And I said, it's per day. And his mouth dropped. He's like, "What?" And so he gave me a little sticky note saying, "Uh this is where I think you should go." And it was S A V E D. Period in between. The AA group was called Saved. And so that's where I wound up. And I got in there and everybody was talking about God. And I was like, "Why are they talking about God? I'm here just because I like the taste of beer and I want to quit drinking it, you know?"
0: <laughs> Little yeah.
3: to know that shortly after that, I did get saved. Wow, that's awesome. Uh, radically saved, uh, baptized at Cornerstone Church, and my life has not been the same since. I mean, I've never turned back. Yeah, I had 25 years of sobriety in April and been involved in Celebrate Recovery, AA. Um, the Lord has just led my path. You wow. Know? Path of transformation. Yeah. And that's what I love about this church is because that's in our mission statement is uh-huh. trans- transform lives. That's so, right. Yeah. Into that. Praise well, God.
2: That's great. Thank you for sharing that. We'll come back around and talk about um, regeneration and how you got involved in that and, and helping us launch that here at Mission City. But uh, can we can we hear a little bit about your testimony and how you kind of got on, on our couch today? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Absolutely. How much time do we have? Uh, so it, it's it's not a, a very uncommon story, right, the one I have. Uh, I don't come from, like, a broken family or anything like that. Uh, the biggest takeaway, I think, would be that essentially I spent 28 years of my life without the knowledge um, of Christ, right? And in that time, uh, I, I ran on self-will. Uh, I damaged a lot of lot of relationships myself um and ultimately it was because i was running right and uh i ended up with a a substance abuse problem because of that and more than anything right what i was just trying to do was escape Mm -hmm. um I, i used to think i wasn't a feelings person uh turns out like i'm somebody who suffers from the human condition yeah a little bit too much maybe right i feel too much um and drugs and alcohol were my escape uh, and so for several years, um, I just ran on that self-will, and it took me to some very dark places. I did a lot of things I'm not necessarily proud of, right? But uh, the, the honest truth is, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take anything back. I wouldn't change anything, because eventually uh, consequences caught up to me. I got in some trouble. Uh, But the consequences, they were never enough. It didn't matter what they said was going to happen to me. The consequences were never enough. Mm. But I got to a point where emotionally I was just so broken, beat up, and battered that I had to make a change. Uh, To me, it was I'm going to die or I make a change. Uh, and, And similar to Maureen here, right, somebody said you need to get some help. And I wound up in the rooms of Narcotics Anonymous. Uh, and so I, I showed up there June 4th of 2017. Yeah, I know and we
2: just celebrated your six yeah, years. Not six years, it. yeah. They had a surprise party for you, I heard. A so.
0: couple of weeks ago, yep. Yeah. So uh, I started into the steps immediately, essentially the, the 12 steps, right? And by the time I got to step three, uh, I had done a lot of searching and whatnot, and I ended up at a, at a church. And I kind of just – it was the first time where I felt the Spirit as a tangible Substance or, or like some, I could feel it for the first time. Right um, back then, I thought the the preacher essentially was preaching at me, but re- today I understand it was just the spirit tearing at my heartstrings. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so February eleventh of twenty eighteen, I was saved, um, and I've never I've never looked back. Yeah, no. I stopped running on self will, stopped worrying about things. I I learned how to turn my own will over to the care of God. Um, and my life has made tremendous leaps and bounds in the right direction because
1: of that. It's um, interesting that all stories end with surrender. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to get to a point of surrender in your life, and whatever it is—the substance right. abuse or your own, your own—I'm going to do my thing, and and, and it just ends up you just like, okay, I got to surrender that, and that's that's kind of I, I love how that both those stories kind of are intertwined in that that reality of surrender. That's uh, right.
2: Yeah, I mean, it kind of starts with a surrender, but the Christian life is a surrender. It you is. Know, you're surrendering to to the Lord. And I remember somebody, uh, when I became a Christian, they, they were like, why would you want to do that? You know, you're just weak. And I was like, I know. Mm-hmm. And broken in a way that only Jesus can fix. So, right. you know, so uh, no, that's great sharing that. Thank you so much. Um, I know that'll impact some lives for sure. Um, can you kind of now share with us, what regeneration looks like Like if i'm watching this and i know that i'm struggling with whether it's i'm a people overly people pleaser or whether i i uh, have some ptsd or whether i had some abuse issues or whether i am an active alcoholic or active you know pornography whatever that might be what does regeneration look like uh for me if i'm if i'm asking about it
0: so the the broad overview uh, of what regeneration is, right, is it is a primary place of triage, right, it is a place of healing. Uh, essentially what they did was they took the 12 steps and brought it back to a biblical um, basis, right? They added scripture into it, and they, they continued to grow their curriculum from there. And when I say they, I'm talking about Watermark Church out of Dallas. Mm-hmm. They're the, the designers of regeneration, um, and what 's beautiful about it is it 's not a sponsorship based program like other Ooh. programs, right? Uh, which people become dependent on that they They go to their sponsor for the answers. Um, and ultimately, sponsors are people, right and uh, i'm not knocking that I have a sponsor in, in a program, right, but ultimately. Uh, the, the problem I had had one solution, which is God, right? And, and so they cut out the middleman and they go mm. straight to that. It is a discipleship-based program uh, to get you uh, to encourage a connection and grow that connection with God. And it, it's beautiful because it's not just for people like Maureen and me who suffer from substance abuse issues and things like that. It's for people with trauma. It's for people with anxiety, overeating, addictions to pornography, um, the the host, uh, the ranges of what people are dealing with is, is infinite. It's for anybody who's broken, right? And uh, us as Christians, we understand one thing is that we're each and every one of us are broken in our own way, hmm. right? Uh, we just finished step one, for instance, right? And that's all about accepting that we're powerless over sin, right? We're all born humans, which means we have sin in our heart. And essentially, we just start the, the process of learning to turn that over, and understanding that opens the door to let God in.
2: Cool. What, what would you say the main difference, Maureen, between um, Regen and some of the others? Because uh, I know that I, I'm not. And again, this is um, there's you know, they you all have their place. About, they yeah, have their place. Right. They, they have right. their place. But mm-hmm. why? Why is um, I know I know that. When you started the process of looking at Regen, you're like, "This is really good." So, right. share a little bit about
3: about that. So, um, the twelve steps are biblically based. They originally, back in nine in the 1930s, came from the Bible. So, um, what another uh, Celebrate Recovery did is just brought scripture and support, and they back at Saddleback Church they devised a curriculum in a program Mm -hmm. called celebrate recovery so what watermark church did and they also had celebrate recovery the different the big difference was everyone is involved in the 12 steps where in some of the other programs you can go to an open group and you can get lost in the shuffle and not necessarily actually go through the 12 steps the biblically based one through 12 lots of scripture, a lot of uh, probing questions about, you know, are you reading the Bible? And so that connection, that scripture-based, and I'm not saying those other programs aren't scripture-based, but this one is so much more. It is so much more. And it's like Hunter said, it's a discipleship. And perhaps if someone comes in there and they don't know the Lord, this is a great time for them to get recovery, get transformation, and get connected to the Lord, like actually have a relationship with Jesus. And that's what we love about it. That's what we love about it because it's not optional. It's not optional to take the 12 steps. I mean, if you're in regeneration, you're going to go through the 12 steps. And at the other side of that, you are equipped to be a leader. You know, there's not any additional training or anything like that. You are being discipled, so you can be disciple, so you can disciple others, and that's what ministry is all about, right?
1: It's exactly what it's all about. We're we're called to be. I mean, everybody. What we talk about all the time. Everybody needs a a, a Barnabas, and everybody needs a Timothy, right? And so, even in in recovery, you probably look to people, yeah. and then people are looking to you, uh, even though you don't have a sponsor, but you still. It's, you're a part of their lives. Tell us some of the success stories that you're already seeing uh, just uh, through just the short time that you've been uh, uh, walking through all the 12 steps.
3: So we have, um, we've had quite a few testimonies already. Um, we're inviting people from the church. We're inviting people from our life groups. And they want primarily people outside of regeneration to come in come alongside and possibly be candidates for mentors. And that way, you know, they can get involved in the church and get get to know other people in the church. And it's just been been amazing. And what I've seen so far in my women's group is they're really opening up. And there's some healing taking place already. Mm -hmm. And we're not even through with step two. We're not even through with step two and... It's just been amazing to see again transformation. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So,
0: my my men, uh, they're not much different, right? Uh, we've been walking through the steps slowly, right, and diligently, and it's amazing because men, uh, I mean, I can speak for myself in this, right? But I, I grew up with the mentality that like we're not supposed to talk about our problems, mm. so, um, and this has kind of forced that door open, right. Uh, And it's been amazing because I'm seeing a lot of the men that are coming to Regeneration already have huge transformations in their lives. Several of them came with active alcoholism, right, who are now sober and walking, you know, with the Lord through that. Some of them came in with pornography addictions, right, and they've gotten honest with their their wives and their their spouses, right, uh, and they're repairing that relationship. Uh, We had one guy who came in with uh, a a lot of doubt about the Lord and church hurt, right? Uh, And through this process so far, not only has he been saved right down in our lobby, uh, but I believe he's a candidate for baptism here at the church. He's attending Mission City Church now actively. Yeah, Psalm Sunday. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah, Psalm Sunday. It's amazing. Like It's truly amazing to, to watch this group of men and women are broken come together and help each other and walk through uh you know th- yeah. these scars that we all have uh and get through it together so it,
2: it's you know, I know what's what's great about it is it's supported through the church if you're watching you're not a part of mission city um it's important that your your leadership in the church also is is passionate about it and i know uh, all the way from our lead pastor yeah. uh, matt server all the way to uh, you know, trickling down, way down the, the chain to Chuck and I. Um, <laughs> way down we're, here. We're, yeah, down right, right here. Just just a little bit below Hunter. Um, we, we, you know, everybody's just super passionate about making sure it happens. And I know, um, you know, a couple years ago, one of the things, even going further, like four or five years ago, uh, Pastor Matt had reached out, and he's like, hey, can you check out this regeneration thing that, that started as out-of-water Mark and, and, uh, man, I think it's better than some of the other programs. Again, not putting the, the other ones down. because I just think it, it, it rose to a new level. And so whenever I was coming on staff, he's like, hey, that's one of the things I want uh, to be, you know, in that. And so I thought, yeah, we'll get that going within a couple of weeks, you know. And it's yeah. like – 18 months in, you know, we finally got it going, which was was great. We wanted it all in God's timing anyway. But you mentioned something earlier. You said uh, being a mentor, uh, people coming in sharing their testimonies. I know that's an important part too. And mm-hmm. a lot of the people that are that are mentors that I know that you've asked to pray about being a mentor to somebody or some of the the people in in um, region have approached aren't even people that had addiction issues, but they were all lost, you know, and broken in a different way. Mm -hmm. Um, And so talk a little bit about what that means to be a mentor. Cause maybe if I'm watching this and I'm like, man, I I have a heart for that, but I don't really have an addiction. How, how could I be uh, a mentor? What does that look like? What is the commitment to being that?
0: Uh, So mentorship is uh, a pretty basic uh, objective in, in regeneration. Right. And what we're essentially doing with mentorship is just widening our own little circle a little mm-hmm. bit more. Right. Uh, what we're looking for is men, like in mentors are, are people who have a, a solid walk with the Lord, who have a good scriptural knowledge, um, who are, are upstanding members of their community, of our church, Uh, And and then essentially what they are is they're just another person that we can lean on outside of regeneration. Uh, As difficult as it is, sometimes we come across certain things that maybe we don't want to tell eight people. Uh, It's hard enough times to tell a single soul, right? And that's where mentors would come into play. Uh, when we walk through our fourth step, or inventory, you know, there may be things that we don't want to say to an entire group for fear of it gotcha. getting out and whatnot. So you build a relationship with your mentor, you learn to trust them, and then you can go to that one person, uh, you know, kind of spill your guts to them uh, and, and feel comfortable and confident that nothing you said is going to get out.
2: So, so a mentor doesn't have to be necessarily – trained they just need to be uh, saved growing you know what does that look like i mean
3: so watermark is very very resourceful they have videos unbelievable amount of training videos so there actually is some mentor literature and training videos and things that um if people want to dive in and, and learn what it means to be a mentor then uh, we can get them connected with the website, and the videos are usually pretty short and easy listening and and it's you know, and it's really just everything that Hunter said, you know, just th- the person has to have a good, solid spiritual walk and you know maybe have a little bit more um, Christianity under their belt, so to speak, than the person that's asking them to be right. their mentor so. But, yeah, lots of lots of good resources. We can't get over how many resources Watermark Church has available to us and how easy it is. And all our <clears throat> participants right now have access to that, and they're training themselves up and watching the videos, and well, it's been really
1: that's awesome. That's great. What are, you, what are you guys looking most forward to over the next, uh, I guess it would be another six months or whatever, and then you, you should be? kind of through the step 12 step, what, what are some of the things you're just looking forward to
0: in this process? Well, eventually, um, more than anything, is the ability to reach our community and other church members, right? Mm-hmm. Strengthening their relationship with Christ. Uh, potentially, we could open the doors to the public once we go through this pilot phase uh, to about three or 400 people. Uh, that is if every single person who's currently in decided to to stay and become a small group leader.
1: Yeah, I know Um, we're looking forward to having one that's on our campus primarily. I know this one's currently housed at the central campus, even though we have Northwest people involved. Uh, but just the proximity to the Northwest Campus, right. I think, would be great for our people as yeah. well. I think yeah. that's
2: – For
1: sure. I know that's one of the things I'm looking forward to. Yeah.
3: And I wanted to mention, too, it's not all doom and gloom and, oh, we got to go to my 12-step no. group. We have fun. I mean, we celebrate. Left,
2: they're they're joyful and excited to be here. Yeah,
3: I mean, we've had barbecues. You know, Hunter throws a great barbecue, and you know, I was thinking the other day how you know maybe in the fall we'll have some sort of a picnic. And I mean, it's a time to be celebrating, celebrating the healing and transformation that everyone's gone through. And it's yeah, we have we shed tears, and it's hard and it's tough. But the other side of that is victory and freedom, and let's have fun. I have a lot more fun in recovery than I ever did in my addiction. Well, I thought that. I was having fun, but I don't remember half of it. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel absolutely. Same. No, yeah.
2: that is that's great because, and I can't wait till. We get some people to share testimonies, and we put something together to, to be able to, right? Whenever we launch the second time, hey, because that's the thing. So many people are like, "Gosh, a year is so long from now," but it's really not. Like, matter of fact, I, I sat down with somebody the other day, and and their addiction is, um, they're probably going to have to go into a treatment uh, place. It's just gone a little bit further than what you know. They just need a little bit more hands-on, and mm-hmm. I said, you know, the place that I can get you in, uh, it's a year. You know, you have to commit to being there for an entire year. Mm -hmm. And they were like, gosh, that is such a long time. And I go, but how many years have you wasted in addiction? A year is nothing compared." He's like, well, it's been 11 years. I was like, that's not even 10%. That's less than 10%. You know what I'm saying? It's just like such a – and then when you come out of it, the freedom that you get to enjoy, the freedom that is in Jesus Christ is just – and to be able to see people – I'm sure that you get to see day one, they walk in Mm -hmm. a prisoner of of some addiction. And then, day whatever, I mean, I'm not saying our walk is done, but to know, man, there is freedom and hope, and I have this support system has to give you guys some just incredible joy. And even that's why you guys are so are so passionate about it. And I'm so grateful that, that God led both of y'all at, diff, at different times here to Mission City. We started talking about this, what, two years ago? Yes. You know, yep. when you first walked in the door and you checked that off. And then Hunter, whenever you came in the door yeah. before you ever worked here and nope. you and your wife, Ashley, who uh, sitting down in the covenant member meeting and I found out what you did, I was like,
3: hmm,
2: you know, kind of a deal. <laughs> God and,
3: had a plan for, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I yeah. felt it did. as soon as I started coming here, I was like, God has a plan for, for some sort of recovery you know because like you said earlier you know sometimes people le- need a little bit more yeah you know in sitting in um a sermon every week maybe is just not enough for some people they need you know like hunter said there's over a hundred types of reasons why someone would need the 12 steps mm-hmm. it might be just a little bit of anxiety or a lot of anxiety or or ocd or fear you know there's things that just we need a little bit of push, a little bit more push sometimes.
2: So can we put that, uh, a link in uh, today? Benny's given me the the Thumbs up,
1: the old thumbs up.
2: Yeah. Thanks, Thanks, Benny. I meant to ask you before we went on the air to put you on the spot, but or maybe I didn't. But, um, yeah, if we can have that spot put up, if you're struggling, you know, in active addiction, uh, there's hope for you. No matter how many times you've been to different, Things yes, there, there is, is still hope. God is still uh, a better Savior than we are a sinner, and so we'll put that link down there for you uh, to reach in and and uh, you know I, it doesn't matter whether it's at Mission City or somewhere else. Just just get the the, the help that you need.
1: Yeah, I'm excited about the future. Of where regeneration is going, it's you know it's sad that we have to have it, but I'm thankful that we do. I'm thankful that that uh, God has brought you guys here to be a part of this, and I, I think we've got fantastic leadership. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, that's I think that's also key. So, kudos to you guys for really stepping into into that void and oh, being yeah. a part. I know it is. I know <laughs> it is. But you know, He gets to use great people, and He uses you guys, and we're thankful for you. So, man, you excited about next week. Yeah. Yeah. I think we've got uh, a few more weeks, but uh, yeah, thanks thanks
0: for for tuning in. God bless. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the mission city podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, share with a friend and leave a review on whatever platform you're listening on, because that really does help us out. Thank you again. And we'll see you next time.